0: G'day Thrill Seekers. Welcome back to Hughes Potty. We're now at episode 7 and it's absolutely amazing. I think this this episode will be the best one yet as we have had some amazing sport that has happened over the past week featuring the AFL Draft has started and Australia have won the World Cup which was an absolute stunning performance as India were favourites. All of that later, but now I know there's a lot of you who don't understand the AFL draft, but here I'm going to be explaining the AFL draft. So just sit tight and here we go. So now we're going to be looking at the NAB AFL draft and it is quite complicated, but once you understand it, it's quite easy. So the AFL Draft is about new or unsigned players joining the Australian Football League. But for those of us who just want more of an explanation on something that can be a little confusing, I have created a beginner's guide to the NAB AFL Draft. So let's start from the beginning. The first step is to understand who is eligible for the AFL national draft the answer is players who are turning 18 or older in the year they're hoping to the to be drafted meaning they can be very young just leaving school or they can be in their 30s yet to be drafted another element to the draft is the nab AFL national draft combine in which non-named non-animated young players from around Australia are invited to attend. This is where they can show prospective clubs all they have to offer and get to nitty-gritty details in interviews. Usually about 100 or so players are invited to attend the combine, and the best 50 or so are invited to the draft. Throughout the year, young players play in a lot of matches featuring the Coates Talent League, or just all playing in the under 18s championship, for example, Jed Walter, Jed Walter, pick number three, playing for the Allies in the under 18s championship, or Caden Cleary, pick number 24, playing for the Allies in the national under 18 championships. So now we have our pool of draft prospects. But how does the AFL decide which team gets to choose first? So basically, if you finish last, finish 18th, you get the best pick to try and make your club slash team better. And if you finish number one, minor premiers, then you get, you know, the lowest pick because you don't you don't need the best draft prospects because you've just finished number one. So, this means each year's bottom of the ladder team, the Wooden Spooners, receive the highest round of the first round draft pick while number one, top of the ladder, finishes, minor premiers, get the lowest first round pick, number 18. So, it seems pretty straightforward. It's like picking teams in the schoolyard where the sporty people get chosen first and then the not so sporty get left till last. Fortunately, it's not as simple as that with the addition of priority picks just to make things a bit more complicated. Priority picks are additional draft picks occasionally given under special circumstances to struggling teams to give them a performance booster. For example, Say your team has finished last four years in a row. Yes, they could be given a priority pick to give them a boost. Um, factors such as the number of premiership points that a club has received, a, club po- a club's point percentage and finals appearance and premiership wins in recent season- seasons are all considered to determine eligibility. Something I. Like, uh, 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 uh. No, sorry, a mistake in the script. Something I really could have used this year to help my team win the grand final. Anyway. Anyway, there's one last aspect that's worth mentioning, especially for. New South Welsh New South Wales people. If you didn't know already I AFL teams from New South Wales and Queensland have some unique rules around players from those states to help grow our game in those areas. Academies aligned to AFL clubs in these traditionally non football states have been created to help better development talented academies. So Academies alliance to AFL clubs in these traditionally non-football states have been created to help better development talented local juniors and ultimately strengthen their AFL clubs. To keep the competition fair while still giving clubs with academies an incentive advantage to drafting their local talent, a bidding system has been recently introduced. Picks are weighted with a value index and every draft pick has been allocated to a numerical value. Pick 1 is worth around 3,000 points and pick 73 is worth about 9. If a draftee from one of the four Northern Academies mentioned above, the Swans, Giants, Lions or Suns will will receive a discount when matching a bid placed on them from another team. Northern clubs are able to use their lower picks, taking advantage of the discount to move up the order of the draft to take their academy player when the bid comes in. The same rules apply to father-son players. So there you go. There's your guide to the NAB AFL draft. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, I hope you you listen to the draft, you watch the draft tonight. Now knowing, now understanding the AFL draft. Now, onto to Australia's miracle win into the Cricket World Cup. So Australia have pulled off the miracle. They've won the World Cup in a brilliant style. Pat Cummins's team pulled off the biggest World Cup final turn up in three decades. As Travis had belted one of the great times in the tournament's history. To lead his side to a remarkable six-wicket victory and ruin India's cricketing coronation, Cummins', su- Cummins surprise call to insert the home side on what proved a slow arm um, N- I met a bad pitch paid off, as he led a strangling bowling performance to keep his formidable opponents to just 240 the tournament favourites bowled out for the first time in a previously undefeated campaign head who took a catch who took a match turning catch to dismiss Rohit Sharma was dismissed for 137 off 120 just shy of t- just two runs shy of the target leaving it to to Glenn Maxwell to absolutely belt it and secure Australia's 6th ODI men's crown. Manus Labashane, 58 off 110, joined head after Australia's power play aggression backfired when they slumped to 3 for 47 before the pair demoralised the 92,543 fans packed into the Narendra Modi Stadium. They put on 192 for the 4th wicket the second highest partnership in a World Cup decider, as Head clubbed India's continued to as Head clubbed India's continued to att- continued attempts to bowl shorted him, and he played the Hoden side spinners expertly on the wearing surface. The duo exchanged a long embrace after Head was dismissed to acknowledge their momentous stand before the Aussies stormed the field after Maxwell's final blow. Not in a million years, said Head when asked about being player of the match in both the semi-final against Australia and the final. What an amazing day, just thrilled to be part of it. I was a little bit nervous, but Man played exceptionally. He was awesome to bat with. He was so good to bat with and just had an amazing partnership. The result silenced the vast sea of blue Indian jerseys who had come expecting their team to handle the Aussies as easily as they had their previous 10 opponents this tournament. It marked the most unlikely men's ODI final result since 1996 when Sri Lanka beat Australia in Lahore. So I can't believe that Australia pulled off that miracle, but there has been a meeting. Uh, that the ICC has had or is having soon. And um, this could be the end of one day cricket. All of that, all of that. But we have reached the end of the episode, sadly. Um, We're going to read out some of the stats and how the podcast is going now. Yes, so unfortunately we have reached the end. but. Let's look at the stats. So we've had 94 plays all time, but only 17 followers. So if you're listening and you're not followed, please follow. Um, and also, if you're out there in Singapore or the UK, please keep listening. It's amazing. And um, yeah, we love, I love that uh, you're listening from all the way out there. So, oh, England, England to be exact. So if you're one of those people, thank you. And so 4% of the listeners are from the UK, 1% from Singapore, and the other 96%, 95%, sorry, are from Australia. So um, everybody keep going. So far the most played episode has been the first one with 31 plays. And then next up is the second one with 26. So a bit of a gap there. So everyone, keep going. Um, you know the drill. Drop us a line at hughboy9 at gmail.com or leave a comment or a voice message that will be in the description slash bio. So thank you and um, we're out. See you next week.